Greetings, everyone. This is a Sound Health radio show where we talk about the crossroads of the environment and our health with Richard Talk to Me Guy. And usually I would say Sherry Edwards is off working on the soundhealthportal.com, but today she's here. I wish I had applause, a button. I'll have to insert that later, maybe. And we're going to talk about some really amazing new research that Sherry is working with. But I'm not going to tell you about that quite yet, almost. I'm going to skip Sherry's intro because I'm going to do a longer intro for her. But I'm excited to have Sherry back. For those that don't know, Sherry and I did a radio show, did the same show together for maybe five years. I'll ask her when I unmute her. I think five years before she handed off to me and was like, I got to go build the Southwell portal. There were more words, but that was sort of the deal. Okay. And to hear and share replays of the show, about 15 minutes after I end the show, go to talktomeguy.com. And this show will be there about mm, maybe 15 to 30 minutes, just depends upon how slow the internet is these days. And scroll down and you'll see the show there with all the links that we talk about and the show notes and any links that Sherry might give me afterwards to say, well, they might want to look at this or look at that. And we now, I now have about almost 350 shows there. So it's a lot. And you can, at the bottom of the show notes of any of the shows, player, you can play on anything, computer, browser, or a phone or a tablet or anything, plays really well and or other players at the bottom, Apple Play, Google Play, that kind of thing. And down at the bottom of the corner of all the show notes is a little microphone. And if you tap on that mic, you can leave me a message saying, I have questions, I'd like to know more about this, or want to be connected to somebody that you've interviewed, and or how about we interview this person or that person, or just say hi. And with that, The vocal print can identify toxins, pathogens, and nutritional supplements that are too low or too high. In addition, a vocal print can be used to match the most compatible treatment remedy to each client. The introduction of proper low-frequency sound to the body, indicated through voice analysis, has been shown to control pain, body temperature, heart rhythm, and blood pressure. It has also been shown to regenerate body tissue, and alleviate the symptoms of many diseases, in some cases, even those considered to be incurable. Sherry Edwards, MED, has been accused of being too scientific by some, too esoteric by others. In actuality, she is a bridge between both fields of inquiry. Sherry is the acknowledged pioneer in the emerging field of vocal profiling using bioacoustic biology. For many years, she has provided the leading-edge research to show the voice as a holographic representation of the body that can be used to change the face of medicine. Her work has been the subject of several documentaries, and she is the recipient of the Scientist of the Year Award by the New Frontiers of Science. She's a faculty emeritus of Capital University of Integrative Medicine and has more than 30 years of bioacoustic research experience. Currently, Edwards and her team at Sound Health are using human voice and the associated frequencies to help clients resolve health issues such as macular degeneration, multiple sclerosis, headaches, muscle stress, brain trauma, weight issues, and nutritional concerns. The technology she brings to the stage is cutting edge. Sherry joins us today to discuss the glymph system in waste clearance and nutrient management in the central nervous system. Welcome, Sherry. I'm very happy to be here. In doing research for the show, I found out something for myself, and I want to share that with people. Please. You want me to say it right now? Yes, sure. Let's jump right in. (laughs) Well, my knees were hurting. And in doing research for the glimpse show and the waste show, I found out that the body really needs glycine, and that's one of the things that glyphosate interferes with. Mm. And I played some sound for glycine, and my knees are not hurting. So wow. thank you for sending me on the search. <laughs> That's exciting. I've been having a foot and knee issues, so we'll be talking about that after the show. I could use some. Yeah, it is probably yeah glyphosate, the dreaded glyphosate. Glyphosate is just wow. It's amazing. It's everywhere. It's in detrimental many different in ways. 
in so many ways. Well, it was. Well, I will add this into the, this part that it was the last time I talked with Stephanie Seneff, who wrote The Toxic Legacy and who's MIT, an MIT researcher. She extrapolated out from her research that when you start making biofuels, from which happens, they make ethanol from biofuel, from corn mostly, and most of the corn is not is GMO. Now, even if it's non-GMO, it can be sprayed with glyphosate before it's harvested. Well, her research looked at that and found that just turning it into ethanol doesn't eliminate the glyphosate. So what you have is a fuel that's airborne, aerosizing glyphosate into the air as they're driving around as a secondary effect of GMO corn. But we'll, we'll, yeah. There is so much we don't know. Yeah. And the EPA, then I'll stop. And the EPA was going to make a call on stopping glyphosate in the United States in 2024 and postponed it to 2026, whereas Mexico is wanting to stop it as soon as possible. So there's that. Well, there's much more to that. So we're looking at glyphosate really messes up your vitamin A, and that's responsible for all your reproduction, uh, your hormones, your skin, and what's going on with it. So if there is a lot of teenagers out there with a lot of skin issues, it could be their exposure to glyphosate, and the mm. fertility rates are really askewed right now. So I would want to ask Stephanie about um, looking into that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll stop us there because we could do a whole show just casually of glyphosate, knowing Jerry. But we're here to talk about the glimpse system. When did I, I was surprised or stunned actually? that when we started talking about the glimpse system, and I heard that you were doing research on it, I went, the glimpse system, what? And I looked around and I saw that, uh, and this is in large air quotes, Western medicine or researchers discovered the glimpse system in 2018-ish, maybe? And and I just, in the process of doing my research for the show, reading and listening to other people talking about it, that it's sort of like, oh, wow. This is there. We didn't know. And these are medically trained Western medicine doctors. And I, I just listened to a show yesterday where the young doctors are saying, look, I just graduated from school last year, and we were, it was never discussed. The glimpse system was never discussed ever. It's just like, oh, wow, this is a thing. How yeah, did you know about it for thousands right. of years? And how did you get into the glimpse system? I mean, you're in the sound world. You're in digging around all the time, but how did the glimpse system pop up on your window of research? Well, we've been doing a lot with corona and clearing corona out of the body. We started in 2019 in December, and we put out information showing that the math associated with the frequencies of the voice and what was happening with um, coronavirus, and they call it COVID now, they changed its name. I don't know why. But in looking at that and looking at the spike proteins and giving people information about what was happening, how much of the cellular inflammation is being caused by um, COVID and trying to find a way for people to test their voice and see if they've been uh, exposed and even damaged So we have a public workstation that people can go to and they can choose corona conflicts to see if they've been exposed. And most everybody has. They've either had the shot or they've actually had the coronavirus. Have you been exposed? That's number one. And two, what are the spike proteins that are causing havoc in your body? Because there's different batches and they made up different mixtures Based on where you are in the U.S., you're going to have different issues. And the main issue is causing, well, two main issues, cellular inflammation so that you're tired all the time, and that deals some with glycine. And then the other issue with this is that what system is it attacking along with that, your circulation, your heart, your blood clotting, what's really going on? So we have four programs that people have been using 
subsequent factors is how you've been damaged, coronal conflicts, if you've been damaged, and how, and cellular inflammation. And then this last one that we tried to figure out is how do you get this garbage out of your system? And it's not in the regular lymph system for your immune, although that's part of it. It's in something called the glymph system. Mm. And the glymph system is interstitial. And the interstitial body controls the magnetic potential of the body. The magnetic octave is really where everything starts. Have you ever cut up a chicken in that slimy kind of layer underneath the skin? That's where the glymph system is, and it's all based on water, uh, something called ocuporin. And it's not in the system. It's not in the vessels like the lymph system. It's interstitial. It's everything in between all of the cells. And that seems to be what's damaging people's brain, where corona is concerned. And you can't hardly detoxify the brain except with this glymph system. And the glymph system uses acuporin, A-Q-U-A-P-O-R-I-N. And I just noticed in um, Amazon that they do have some acuporin creams, but I think that's for detox of the skin. But there's 13 different acuporins, and if you don't have that water, those proteins, then... Nothing's happening in the body. So if you you look at something like a, a toxin, glyphosate, sometimes it'll you can detox it through the regular detox system of the body, but it's particularly good to detox it through the glymph system. Glyphosate is horrendous. It affects your hormones. It affects your skin. Brain fog. It really affects brain fog. So if we can keep people's acuporin up and running or even identify it, then the more acuporin you have, there's one acuporin for your eyes, there's a couple for diabetes. So all these things that are happening that are incurable, like eye floaters and glaucoma and that kind of thing, will respond if we go after the glymph system. And so that's another vocal print that we've been offering on our on our voice workstation that people can go give us a 30-second sample of their voice and we'll send you back a report of what you need or what you don't need or and a lot of times it's glycine that's the biggie oh. that glyphosate has challenged 5G has the same challenge, and so does corona. Glycine. Glycine is all your connective tissue. So if your joints are hurting, if you can't move about as quickly as you could, if your joints don't respond. Some people are telling us, I tell my leg to move and it it's, uh, just won't do it. It just as it does lay. And that usually is glycine, and that's one of the things that glyphosate is really killing us. So we're getting it in three directions, 5G, glyphosate, and this ability to not carry the toxins out of the system because you don't have the acuporin. Boy, that was a long way around, wasn't it? None of that was good, though. Thank you. (laughs) Like I said, there will be a replay available. So the aquaporin is it's it's so it's an interstitial fluid. So it, it sort of has what I would call free range. It's not yes. restricted because it's it's everywhere. It's interstitial, so that it's throughout the body. So it can carry this anywhere. It's not. I heard a lot in researching for this. A lot of people talking about detoxing the brain because there is and this will end up being a question detoxing the brain and affecting your sleep cycle and how sleep is really important to detox the brain. But I didn't hear them speaking to the idea of what you're speaking of, of where if the aquaporin is interstitial, that means it's systemic. Do we detox the aquaporin or do we, 
or is this heard a lot of focus on the brain about detoxing the brain that the uh, that the glump system really activates i'm not sure that that's the correct word that goes into action in your sleep cycle particularly the deeper sleep cycle in n3 and so does that action that's happening in the brain when we're sleeping then affect all the aquaporin systemically in the body not just the brain but really the body as well we hope the system works all at once and it's better in sleep i don't know if it's because you're laying down and it sort of works by a um, circadian rhythm so that mm. rhythm moves this fluid and it grabs with it all the junk and garbage and it also works as a message system between the body it'll tell the knee that there is a problem with your thumb or finger it's a signaling system to let each piece of the body know what the other system's doing so it's a really important for you uh, to feel put together a lot of people come um, or ask us at the center I just don't feel like I'm together I don't feel like this leg works with that leg and so there's some clues as to what's going on. Your joints will hurt. Your muscles will hurt like um, fibromyalgia. And that really means there is a problem with uh, the glymph system. And it needs uh, nitric oxide and nitric oxide synthase, which is a gas that kind of works as a wall between the trash and the system that's uh, scooting out of the body. When you look at the lymph system, especially for women, bicycling really helps the lymph system move all the trash up and out of the body. But everybody sleeps, and it is the sleep system that activates the glymph system. So if you're getting poor sleep, you aren't getting a good detox of what's going Mm -hmm. on in your body. And it also makes me think what what you were saying about bicycling. It makes me think of uh, Jordan Gruber's book on the rebounder, which everybody kind of poo-poos the rebounder. But it's been around forever. And I think the rebounder is a great, because the limps, and this may be true, this will again end in a question. The limps don't move the fluid themselves. They don't have a muscular structure. They have flaps, crude, but flaps, that are stimulated to move the, the limp fluid by motion in the body and the rebounder is the perfect soft motion because it's not stressful on the joint you don't even have to jump you don't have to get catch air as they say in trampolining you just have to bounce very gently and i think that's why the same thing with the bicycling and do you think because the something like the rebounder a soft stimulation to the limb will assist this aquaporin detox well they they say, you know, I'm not an expert doctor right. or anything, but they say it's when you sleep and you're laying down and there's some kind of um, um, vibration that uh-huh. happens, and that's what stimulates the lymph system. Okay. And mostly it's from the ocuporum, which is a protein, moving throughout the body. So I don't know the whole system I don't think anybody does. Maybe the Chinese do because they've been using it for so many uh, centuries. Right. But it's important that you get the trash out or you're going to get things like cancer and stuffed up joints and brain fog. and It's like your body's this great big trash dump. Well, it kind of is. If you don't don't detox... Yeah. If you don't get the trash out, then something's going to happen. The other thing is that is really confronted with this uh, occuporin is B6 and B12 and iron. And we're getting this double whammy from 5G because it affects your iron. And when we look at the corona, it affects your iron. And what happens when your iron goes down? Then the system isn't detoxifying well. You don't have any energy. I mean, it's just incredible what's going on with the iron. carries the oxygen. You get all kinds of cellular stuffing up and just not having enough nutrients where they need to be. Mm-hmm. 
and the aquaporin, back to the glymph, okay, so we've got aquaporin, which is a interstitial, so that means it's full body fluid that's wandering around. And then we have the, uh, I, I heard a lot of people and read a bunch of articles regarding the glymph and hope or a light or I don't know what to call it, a leading thought, I guess about things like dementia and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, which are kind of, are pretty much brain oriented, that they think that this new thing with the discovery, them suddenly going, wow, look, there's a glimpse system. The glimpse system could be beneficial for that knowledge to know that we could maybe do something, well, somebody such as yourself working with sound could do something to help affect that. Does that all make sense to you? It does because it carries all the trash, including the bad proteins, the zombie proteins, all the proteins that your body's done with. And if they don't get carried out, they just sit there and they make bridges in places in the brain where they shouldn't. Think of the glimpse system as a stream, a rushing stream. You've got all these pebbles, cells, uh, and the water rushes around it and through it and whatever. But there it goes, cleaning everything, the water that's running through. That's the best image I can think of for the glimpse system. And if your stream slows down, then you get moss on your rocks, you get algae, icky stuff. Stuff isn't carried away, and that's what's happening when the glimpse system doesn't work well. Mm -hmm. And where does the glimpse dump into? Is it in relationship to the lymphatic system? It is in that there's this nitric oxide wall, and you can buy that at Amazon or wherever. And it's in beets. There's a lot of it, red beet stuff you see advertised on TV. So it acts as a wall between the meat of the body and the detox system of the body. Actually, I'll put this in the show notes. Um, I've interviewed Susan Bratton about nitric oxide because she started a company that makes nitric oxide out of watermelon rind that's been fermented, which is an organic source. Organic meaning natural source. I don't know. That they, I can't set, say that the watermelon is totally organic. I don't know that part. I just know that she produces a product, and I'll put a link in the show notes about that to boost nitric oxide. I, didn't, I had no idea. I know a lot of the benefits of nitric oxide, cardiovascular and other things, but this is a whole new game-changing wow do I want to be taking nitric oxide now to get the glimpse happy? And they're making it so expensive now since it's catching on. It's like $50 a box. And if she can make it out of watermelon wine, that would be wonderful. If we could yeah. get another source of it. Yeah, yeah. And so the glimpse is dumping into the lymph system. Where does the aquaporin in relationship to those two come in? Is it the, the effects that the lymph and the glymph have on the aquaporin? Or is how does that, how do they really? I, knew, oh, okay. I wish I knew the answer to that. I don't think anybody knows the answer. We just know that there's some particles in this water that moves through the body that has sort of a sentientness about it. And it goes in and takes the bad stuff, leaves the good, if it's working well, and mm -hmm. just sort of flushes it out of the body. They're not really sure if it, they don't think it's in the sweat. They think it's in the urine and the feces and the breath. Huh. Well, it kind of makes sense, as you said, that sentient part. We're only talking about stuff coming out of the brain, detoxing the brain, the main steering engine of the human, the human system. So it seems like it could have a... I'm totally just making this up in a creative way. <laughs> that it would seem to make sense to me that it could be a sentient or have a sense of... It's passing through the brain. Of course it's going to have a sense of something. We're not having creatures crawling around our bodies. This is not Rod Sterling. But it's definitely... It seems like it could have a, a vibe. <laughs> I guess I'll call it a vibe. Uh, like a flushing. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a flushing of the system. But one thing that fascinates me about it is that it tells different parts of the body what's happening someplace else. So that, to me, 
brings in the sentient part of it. Right. If your knee is um, upset, then it'll it'll signal to the body that there's a problem with the knee and send it special calcium and other things that heal the body. I, I find the whole thing fascinating because it takes these interleukins and things that are body signalers and it lets the rest of the body know what's happening. It's, a, it's just phenomenal, but it makes me think that we're somehow sentient robots because of this system. Yeah. Well, I've always said that I, I think every morning when I get up, I think, wow, I got up. Because it's, I mean, it's so incredible when we, when I watch footage of something that Boston Dynamics making robots, and they have, you know, dogs that walk around that are now able to self-pilot and do everything and record and open doorknobs and do things. But the, but before they got there, or when, when they show footage of human-like robots, of course they're designing them for war. That's usually the direction. But when you watch how the things that we take for granted, like the ability to step up or to step up and open a door or yeah i mean then we're looking at billion dollar robots that still are like whoa doorknob can't open that what do i do or you know i mean it's it's amazing that we just get up every day and like type on computers and think at the same time and all that it's it's a lot to do so when you see it in the robotic world of what they're trying to achieve it's uh, it's uh, there's lots of funny footage of robots falling over over simple things like stubbing its toe on a log because it doesn't know a log is a problem. So I think we're miraculous that we get up every day and like typing on computer and I'm talking to you. Wow. Uh, well, think, so, think about this idea of gravity. You mm-hmm. know, thing is messing up iron, and iron has a lot to do with gravity and magnetics. And in bioacoustics, when we've done all this research, we found out that there is a biomagnetic system to the body. And we know that frequencies between 1 and 2 respond to this biomagnetic potential. We should do a tone box with all of these really low frequencies in it to stimulate the glimp system so it doesn't have to be a worry to people. But that's probably how this works. If they're saying they don't know any mechanism, but it works in your sleep, and that's when your brain goes down to these very low levels of frequencies, it's probably a magnetic system in the body that's causing this detox uh, to initiate and clean up your system. And when you don't clean up the system, Look at all the cancers and garbage that's going on and and depression because there's all these old pills and junk and poisons going on all the time. Well, and then we throw in large handfuls of something like glyphosate, an unknown, you know, a toxic, down to the years being demonstrated more and more as a toxin, neurotoxin, all sorts of stuff, messing up the microbiome of the gut, messing up the microbiome of the soil all over the planet. Um, so we, our total, my old favorite, uh, total toxic load is so high that the idea of a tone box that would allow to assist our system to gently detox every night as we're sleeping would be stupendous. I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> because we need something. I will send it to you. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, we need all the help we can get. All the subtle, and and um. I'm trying to rearrange my words about Western medicine. The idea of when I have friends who go to the doctor and they come back and they're like, oh, they put me on this and this and this and that. And when I go to the doctor, and I'm careening in on my 70s, uh, I'm on nothing. Zero. No medications. By choice. And my doctor knows me well enough to know that I know why I've made that choice. But every time somebody does the intake before I see a doctor for like let's say a joint problem i've been having problems with one of my joints and they're always like you're really on nothing are you sure and they look at me like oh you're forgetful you forgot you're on something no i'm really not on anything (laughs) i'm not kidding never have been not going to it'll be my choice of you know what i'm going to take i mean if i really needed something i would take it but not really 
I just don't see it. And so to add that into the system, our bodies are already unbelievably complex. Do we want to throw more chemistry into it? Don't we want to try and help it? Given the opportunity, I've always felt the body could heal itself. And with things like your sound work, I think that's a real ally to the system to help that action occur. It's math-connected. We're hard-wired for math. Brian Butterworth Butterworth wrote a book about this, that how we are absolutely hard, hard wired. That's hard for me to say together. And if we find these connections, this will trip in the glimp system. Here's one I just found recently. There is a muscle in the back of the knee. Now, my pain's in the front, or was. In the back of the knee, it's um, it's the pectineus and the pectinate, which is a muscle in the heart. They are identical frequencies and one frequency can be many things so if you're having trouble with the back of your knee and you can feel that in your knee your heart is probably also connected to that because we are so math related math connected and we just don't have all the frequencies identified yet of how to make our body perfect but we started with muscles and then the proteins of the muscles and then the signals to the muscles and then biochemistry of the muscles. So all of these different layers have different layers of math. And I love this idea that we're, you brought up that we can connect with our system of math and be optimal, be perfect, be functional. I'm not allowed to say perfect health. I have to say optimal form and function so I don't get <laughs> in trouble with the authorities. Right, right, right. Uh, but but the, I think that's one of the reasons this hasn't caught on, this vocal profiling hasn't caught on as quickly as it could with the public, is I've held back and I didn't want to go to jail. But yeah. we've got all these companies out there filing patents on this work and filing patents on this idea of the body is just a big robot and it's run by math and magnetics of math. And if we can figure it all out, then we could be perfect. But I warned these companies that took out patents. I said, you keep gouging people, and the more you gouge, the more I'm going to give away. We had one doctor who came to us, and he wanted to study heel spurs. So we figured out the frequencies for heel spurs. Now, he in a hospital, is charging people $3,500 three times that the insurance is paying for to put their feet in a boot, put the boot in water, put frequencies in the water, it goes through the boot, and heal their heel spurs. But you could do it in 10 minutes with just giving them the frequencies and letting their body use the frequencies to heal itself. So this idea that we are math and we can heal ourselves through frequencies, which is also color and aroma and and whatever else is on the planet, songs, it's all frequency. And we're, we could be masters of our own being if we knew all the frequencies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And do you have software yet? Uh, so you have a, a test. Ooh, I have other questions, but it just rolled in. <clears throat> so do you currently have either a campaign or something that people can go to the Sound Health portal and send in samples so that you can start gathering data about the glimp? Yes, and that's where we're getting a lot of our data. We just added, did you have corona and did you have vaccine? We have thousands of people there that are sending us in data, and we use their vocal prints. We give them the gift of what's going on in their vocal print, but we use their vocal print to use to uh, create data of what's going on. So, yes, they can get a glimp evaluation. They can get a cellular inflammation evaluation, corona conflicts, and the biggest one right now is what damage has been done. So we took like 14 different templates and we put it in one called subsequent factors. And we can't say out loud, this tells you what damage has been done to your body by corona vaccines. But there it is if people want to go to soundhealthportal.com and go to um, services and then go to campaigns. 
there's five or six listed at the top, but if you scroll down, the very last one that's on there is subsequent factors. But you can choose GLIMP if you want, but I'd like to make it so people can get all four of them and see where they really are, and then jump into our free class and take the class and do it for their neighbors. Uh I think chaos is coming. There, have you read any of the autopsies and how many people are dying and they're not letting people know? Just jump online and look under um, funeral directors' corona articles. There's so many of them, and they're from other countries usually. Uh, but so many people are dying at a really high rate, and they're trying to keep it from the public. You know, these people lying to us, they don't care about us. They care about creating an image for themselves so they don't end up in jail. But that's another soapbox. Well, and I'll, I, I just stepped onto my soapbox because I'm another talk about glyphosate again. I had been, I mean, I've done multiple shows with Stephanie and actually several shows with Zen Honeycutt, who did the Moms Across America research on the lunches in America and toxins, glyphosate in that, that glyphosate's end run may not be as severe as what you were just talking about. However, the amount of ADD, ADHD, um, gut microbiome damage, interference, messing with a string of bad words, I could insert there, but I won't, Um, and what it does to the soil, so that means everything that we're eating is being not correctly nutrified because the glyphosate is screwing up the actual soil microbiome so the amount of damage and there's a whole other string and I again I'll put that show in the show notes with Zen Honeycutt and that lunch program but I mean glyphosate is I will say in my opinion evil because it just the amount of damage and this totality of scope that it's doing is just stunning and, and what it's creating in our culture in terms of illnesses and disease, states of dis-ease, which I would think of as ADD or ADHD or other kind of focus issues, is just appalling, again, my opinion. Okay, I can't look at this from the literature, but I can look at this from the numbers, that this number plus that number has to equal this times 12. I mean, there's so, so many formulas. And one of the things that the glyphosate does Bioformulas messes up your lipids, your ability to use fats, which messes up serine, which is a bile salt, and that in turn messes up the glycine, which feeds your brain, which feeds your muscles. So if people want to really help this, run their own nutrition, and if they take our uh, first-level class, we will give them the software to run nutrition for themselves every day and look at what happens to their glycine that helps their brain, their muscles, their ambulatory system. I, I, in my opinion, I'm going to have to run with that. Sick people can't fight. And when I look at the COVID and what's happening here, I can see that somebody really incredibly intelligent created this and created it in such a way that it attacks us on different systems that they think we don't know how to counter. And with nutrition, with herbs that you know about, like what herbs would give people a lot of vitamin A and glycine and the ability to um, digest the fats of the body because that in turn messes up the liver. And that's in all of these printouts that we give people. When they get online and they give us 30 seconds of their voice, then we give them printout of what is going on in their system. But we should add herbs. You're a master herbalist. Herbs are nature's, to me, nature's way of helping us cure ourselves. Well, I would also add in, I I didn't mean us to go this direction, but it just happens. This is what happens when Sherry and I talk. (laughs) I would also add into that uh, enzymes like Lita Lee's research on digestive enzymes, where I think of things like serapeptase, which is a, everything I'm about to say is all about enzymes. And so they're naturally, organically derived, 
not animal-derived enzymes, but plant-derived enzymes. And serapeptase is an anti-inflammatory and also a handy blood purifier. So, do you, so this is in the family of proteolytics, like protease is a great anti-inflammatory. It actually goes into the system. You eat it between meals in a capsule, and you can eat it in between meals, and it will go into the blood and actually eat, digest the stuff in the blood. So it might assist everything that's going on and help the liver work more effectively because it's not battling off everything all the time. It's the undigested foods because back to my favorite, glyphosate is messing up the microbiome, the gut health, the digestive ability of the brain, I mean the gut. And so if you add something like a general plant-derived enzyme, which I know Lita has talked about, that that'll help the system work. And the, and the other effect of having that in the system is if you take protease, which helps break down proteins, if you take that as an anti-inflammatory, then when you eat proteins, it also helps assist break down those proteins. So enzymes, I think, are another powerful addition. Amylase for carbohydrates. Uh, mm, I can't come they up with the other one right now. Go ahead. They have a product called Biliary, B-I-L. And uh-huh. this is a cross-link. The biliary helps break down the lipids. But one of the things you don't see very much in the literature, is we looked at all of these thousands of people who had COVID or took these COVID shots, and it's really messing with their pancreas Hmm. and their gallbladder, but particularly the pancreas. And the pancreas has all these digestive enzymes, and they're not telling you that. And without the enzymes, the body's not going to be able to break down what's going on and you're going to get a bigger garbage dump going on a bigger stomach a bigger gut yeah yeah more plant-derived enzymes i'm a big fan i've been taking plant-derived enzymes ever since i first interviewed lita back in the well man 80s when i was doing terrestrial radio so i i think it's a great addition to the system with nothing but benefit for exactly what you're talking about in terms of it's not going to Cure, but it's going to help the body be stronger and digest more because it's all about breaking things down so we don't end up with as much trash in the aquaporin. I can bring this and back here. I know cleans I health. Yes, clean health. Don't you take cysteine every day to help with this? Oh, yeah, I take NAC every morning. Yeah, I take N-acetylcysteine every day. And how does it help with this system? It uh, Well, I also live in the agricultural area, meaning vineyards mostly. Uh, also other ag, but vineyards use uh, non-organic uh, vineyards, use a lot of sprays, and they use sulfur at night or in the early may- mornings. You'll see if you're ever in the wine country in the early mornings, like just pre-sunrise, you'll see people in tractors with full hazmat suits on spraying stuff in the fields, and that's mostly sulfur because the vines are immunosuppressed, in my opinion, uh, are weak so that they have to spray the early blooming grapes with sulfur to keep them from molding. And so that's just one thing they spray. They spray all sorts of stuff. And so I take, that's a long-winded answer to, yes, I take NAC every morning to help my liver detoxify some of those, some of that stuff. And just in general, I think we live in a toxic time. Airborne, water, I know biodynamic farmers in Northern California that have been growing had been growing biodynamic organic certified organic wines for two or three decades, which is a lot of work. And, and the they are, and they're now seeing glyphosate in their wines, and it's because the glyphosate is in the water table. So and they're they have very many bad words because they've gone out of their way for decades to produce really beautiful biodynamic farming, farmed, I'll put that word biodynamic, permaculture, most perfect way you can imagine to grow anything. They also grow all their own food. Uh, But now they're finding glyphosate in their wine, and it's just outrageous. What I notice in your voice is your energy is up. And when people come to us, one of the very first things they report is they're tired all the time. And the cysteine and the NAD, NAD, which is the enzyme for the Krebs cycle, put those two back and their energy comes back. Mm. And again, 
um, people with no energy can't fight. And again, I just think we're being poisoned. I feel the same way. Different angles, same answer. Oh, look, it's a poison. What are we doing? How about we build immune systems? It was actually Dr. Jaffrey, Jaffe, Dr. Jaffe, I can't think of his first name, who we interviewed and I interviewed a second and third time, who was recently on a summit talking about how angry he was. Well, I don't think he used the word angry. I'm the one that's angry about the fact that all during this time of the corona blow up, he never saw any of the talking heads, meaning news people, say, you know, have you done something good for your immune system today? What about vitamin C? What about NEC? What about, you know, that, that he's in a, and this is a medical doctor, but he's also a medical doctor who has the wisdom to know that we need to do things to actually support the immune system. And there's, there's none of that that well, I see. trying to keep them from telling us the truth. Yeah, yeah. People who lie to you don't care about you. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And now what's coming out now with all the oh, it's a, people. It's just a mess. They really didn't care. I yeah. think they knew. You look at the patents. They knew in 2015. They knew. They didn't care. They let it happen. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it, again, it's like, it's like Monsanto, again, in my opinion, for the law, lawyers out there looking. It's, this is my opinion. It's the same thing I feel that when Monsanto, now owned by Bayer, what could possibly go wrong when those two worlds meet? Bayer and Monsanto, ick, um, in my opinion, that they knew, I think they knew what glyphosate would do in the long haul and were like, we've got too much money to make. And now the EPA has postponed that off to 2026 instead. So now I'm going to, we're going to pivot here because I'm going to ask a question that I know could go on for a whole show by itself. Where does glimpse fit into the methylation cycle? The methylation cycle is actually uh, building up the body of what didn't work, of what got damaged through vaccines. And Amy Yaskal, and there's several people out there doing work on um, methylation. But methylation is the cellular body and what happens to the cell. So one cell makes energy. That one helps the next cell make energy. And it's from a cellular perspective of how we can keep ourselves healthy. And one of the things that we found with cancers, catalase, calmodulin, vitamin A, all the things that we found consistent in all the cancers, the methylation cycle is what goes first, the body's inability to make energy. So you get that methylation cycle up and running, all the uh, energy, I guess you'd say, and then keep the house clean through the glimpse system, and I think we're on our way to health. Hmm. Wow. And is, is, wanna, is go ahead. I want to throw something in here from what you said a minute ago. We had an outbreak of chlamydia pneumonia here at our hospital, and we helped them reverse it. And I went to talk to the hospital guy. And he said, why would we want that? Why would we possibly want to support something like that? Our um, loyalty is to our stockholders, not mm. necessarily to our patients. So it's like wrong door. Yeah. They aren't concerned about your health. They're concerned about paying their stockholders dividends. So that's the reason we're not a number yeah. one priority. Yeah. It's it's the same as true. I I bet they would claim the same thing with the glyphosate with Monsanto actually, which is yes. I'd say now Bayer, because I, I remember I remember when there was a big suit happening before Bayer acquired Monsanto. That actually it was then Honeycutt who was at the trial for the janitor, who was the first case to sue Monsanto because he had used. Roundup, which is glyphosate, in schoolyards, which is bad enough in schoolyards because that was his job to take care of the weeds. And he ultimately defended, I, 
developed, I think, either lymphoma or some kind of cancer, and it was directly linked to using glyphosate. And they sued, and she was there, part of the trial, and eventually he died, and eventually he lo- they lost. But he, di- he died toward the end of the trial. So he never got, I think his family got something. But, I mean, it was like a huge, huge deal. And I'm certain backstage in the boardrooms with the speakers off and all of the detective devices to make sure nobody's tracking that, they're having that very same conversation. It's cheaper for us to pay for this trial for billions of dollars than it is to say, hey, maybe we should come up with a product that's not hurting people. It's about the stockholders. It's our job to make the stockholders happy, in my opinion. Well, I think that's what's going on with Sound Health and, and the Institute of Bioacoustic Biology. Our first issue is to give the people the tools and the solutions to do the work themselves to keep them in optimal health. And that's what oh. we'd like to see, uh, community centers everywhere so people have this information. And we have a lots of publications in our Sound Health Options website. We have lots of classes that people can take because we're being lied to. We're being taken advantage of. We're being treated like cattle for somebody else's purposes, not our own. And I don't like that. Yeah. I think we have to as much as possible take responsibility for our own health care. Because I do not feel, again, in my opinion, there's going to be a lot of use of the word opinion. In my opinion, I don't think we have a health care system for the most part. We have a make sure the stockholders are happy system. And the great thing and one of the reasons that I'm a fan of Sherry's work for decades-ish, almost now, that it is about self-care. We can use these tools to help take care of ourselves and our loved ones and friends and families in our communities. We can do it. We can do a lot. We want to build this system of self-health. And we don't have all the answers, but we could certainly go digging. I just had a lady last week, and she was so weak she couldn't even walk. She's in a wheelchair. She was afraid she's going to die. Nobody could help her. Sent her to 20 different organizations and doctors, and it ended up being connected to, to glyphosate, in my opinion, because it was a divergent metal transporter gene, and it was hard to find, but the numbers tell you a lot more than what conventional, I, I believe, can tell you more about conventional medicine because one-on-one is always two. And we can depend on the math to lead us back to the solution. And... All of this leads back to 5G, which I know you've done a lot of shows about, and coronavirus and the inability to utilize, correct, and efficiently run our methylation system. So the numbers are all there. It's just formulas. And we need, uh, we want, I want to share that with people and to give it to them and say, here, go do this. Change the world. Mm -hmm. I have, a, I have a question from a, a listener in the chat. I won't read the entire thing, but I'll read the part that, and you don't have to come up with an answer now. I have a thought, but I'll just read this. I do not produce glutathione inside my cells, slash mitochondria. Any advice on how to clear out metabolic waste? I heard bioacoustics can turn on a gene. Can it do anything if the genes are missing? Uh, yes, we've done that with... Um Down Down syndrome? syndrome? Yeah. Yeah, we've turned that on. But it's early 16s for the genes. Uh, So, yes, let's look at your vocal print and see. What was the first part of that question? That was really good. Well, the the, the real first part was, hi, I did a DNA test and have zero copies of GSTM1 and GSTT1. And then they go on to say, I do not produce glutathione inside my cells or mitochondria. Well, cysteine and glycine, I think, is what produces 
glutathione, and you'd have to go read our articles about it where I researched all of it. But we yeah. can certainly look at your vocal print and teach you to look at your vocal print and give you the tools to look at your vocal print because we can't keep up with everybody. So, yes, we would and like to do that. And is there information at the Sound Health Portal for how to connect? Is there a contact there? I don't know that. Yes. Or is that a Sound Health Health Portal email, or they can just email me. It's just my name at Gmail. Okay. They can write the show and go through you. They can go to our website, soundhealthportal.com and soundhealthoptions.com. And on the soundhealthoptions.com is the first class that gives you two softwares just to monitor yourself. It's muscles and nutrition, and we give those away to the public. That's a whole separate conversation backstage. You just keep giving things away. You're like Johnny Appleseed. You just now, somebody can't. said to me, if you're giving it away, what good is it? And it's my rose-colored wish that everybody had their own ideas of self-health for them. That's my goal. And justice is another one of my values. And I hate what the government is doing to the American people. Yeah, we're just we're in same. We've always been kindred. We're just I come from it from the perspective of I uh, hates pretty true. You know, using an example of glyphosate, it's just you must be kidding me. Like this is okay. Why is this okay? It's okay because too many people are making grips of money off of it. But yet some other countries. Well, this is a fun fact. Putin does not allow GMOs and or Roundup used in his country, period. No Roundup or GMOs in Russia. So, and Mexico is about to stop allowing glyphosate used in Mexico. We, on the other hand, meaning the United States of America, don't seem to have figured that out. I don't understand. I do and I don't. I'm using my happy voice because otherwise it gets really bad. <laughs> well, they're even using mind. it in ways they don't have to. Yeah. Like they use it when they plant the stuff to keep the weeds away. But when they harvest it, they spray this glyphosate on everything so all the green will be dead so they can pick the green beans yeah. and the tomatoes and what else yeah, easily. Corn. Yeah, anything and they sprayed it all over what we're eating not just from the ground up and having the plant bring it in but they're spraying it directly on the fruits and vegetables and they don't need to it's just laziness go pick the stuff by hand you jerks and with that note <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we can both get on our our soapboxes. We're both kind of short, and we need soapboxes, but we can get on them fast. Um, I will put the show notes, the links for the SoundHealthPortal.com, which I recommend everybody go to. And now that I know that there's volunteering information gathering for the Glim system there, definitely that would be great to go there and do a simple recording. It's easy to do. You can do it from your computer. I I prefer doing it from a computer versus a cell phone, but that's me. Go do it, and you'll see how easy it is, and then that'll get you to want to take one of the free classes because it's it's powerful and great information. Any other closing thoughts, Sherry? Thank you, Richard. You're wonderful to bring this to the planet. Thank you, and back at you. And uh, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.